My third principle is utilizing the power of compound learning. An understanding of addition and subtraction properties is useful and necessary in life, but an understanding of multiplication properties when applied properly is far more valuable. To explain why, I want to start with a simple fable about twin brothers Wilbur and Wallace. Both Wilbur and Wallace were taught from an early age to save for their retirements. Wilbur loved addition and Wallace loved multiplication. For the 60 years that Wilbur worked, he added $1,000 each year to a retirement savings account and at the end of his work years, he retired with $60,000. Imagine if Wallace who loved multiplication put $1,000 into an investment account and after his first year of work and never put another dime into the account for the rest of his work years. The account paid him about and 10% interest per year which is roughly what the Indian stock market has paid historically on an average. Now multiplying that $1,000 with the 10% growth each year, when he retired in 60 years, he would do so with just a tad over $300,000. And of course, in reality, Wallace had no reason not to keep adding $1,000 to this account each year. And so he did while continuing to earn that 10% and he ended up retiring with a little over $3 million now compare this with Wilbur's $60,000. What drove the expansion of Wallace wealth? The same thing that allows us to calculate the distance to stars. That is the exponential power of multiplication. The way in which we build our skills is analogous to the way that we would build our wealth. And in both endeavors, multiplication is a far more powerful force than addition. Simply put, when we learn by multiplying what we know, by connecting ideas and by building upon the skills we have already developed, we learn far faster and far more effectively than when we learn in pieces, when we try to learn one thing at a time and when we try to simply add up the things we learn into some kind of whole. As we make our study plans and as we think about the path that we are going to take towards our mastery, one of the best things that we can do is reorganize the value of compound learning. To that end, let's use the Wilbur and Wallace analogy to think about how can we effectively utilize our study time in order to get the maximum returns. How would addition-loving Wilbur and multiplication-loving Wallace think to study for the CLAT? Now, how to study like Wilbur 1.0? Now, Wilbur 1.0 studies by learning about one question type at a time. He gives himself a certain amount of time to study each type of question, game or passage to the best of his ability and then moves on the, to the next. Then a few weeks before the exam, he reviews everything that he has learned. This study situation is a fairly common one, especially among those students who are part of a class and are following some sort of class schedule. Almost all classes are designed around a one question type at a time system and the timing of the classes determines the start and stop of when you study different types of questions. Consequences of studying like Weber 1.0 are mixed. You will definitely get some question specific learning and over time you will definitely develop skills that you can apply to a wide range of challenges. On the negative side, you will also have a more difficult time than necessary growing and organizing these skills and you will make it more difficult on yourself than it needs to be to create sharp and effective instincts. To illustrate exactly why, imagine that in your first week of studying logical reasoning, you work on identify the conclusion questions. The questions that require you to identify the main point the author is trying to make in an argument and the next week you study, find the assumption questions. 
questions that require you to figure out what the author is assuming in thinking that his point is justified. On a conscious level, it's easy for you to keep the two types of questions apart and so you don't think much about studying them one right after the another and you don't think too much about starting your studying this way. But remember the goal of your training is not to prepare your rider, it's to prepare your elephant. What does this sort of preparation do for your elephant? Well, in that first week, your elephant is learning to develop ways to think about and solve logical reasoning questions in general and it's also developing specific systems for identifying the conclusion questions. Some of what it learns is relevant to all logical reasoning questions and some of it is specific to the question type. Some of the processes that it starts to habitualize pertains to all logical reasoning questions and other pertains again just to identify the conclusion problems. For the most part, your elephant is left to make most of these determinations on its own. For at the beginning of your studies, even the writer, your conscious mind does not yet really know how to organize everything that you are learning. Now comes the next week and the next type of question and your elephant has to get used to a similar but slightly different task. It has to learn concepts and strategies that apply to that particular question while reconciling what it is learning with what it has learned in the first week. The process continues week after week, new question type after new question type until the very end of your process, at which point you take a few practice exams and go into your test. Notice the lack of review, the minimal organization and most importantly the lack of multiplication. Now you run into and identify the conclusion question on the exam, you have about a minute to arrive at an answer. Will you be able to utilize what you have learned back in your first week of studying in order to get the question correct? Chances are you very well might. The human mind is simply incredible and it's very possible that you are able in that moment to wade through the months and months of CLAT information you have absorbed in order to find that one particular piece of knowledge that is relevant to the question at hand. But I think you can agree you haven't made it easy on yourself to get that question correct. And you certainly haven't made it so that you give yourself the best chance to correctly utilize what you have learned. Now the second approach with the addition mentality is what Wilbur 2.0 practices. Now Wilbur 2.0 studies primarily by doing full sections and entire practice exams. Afterwards, he checks his work and reviews carefully the question that he missed. Now, Wilbur 2.0 gets to a point where each explanation makes 100% complete sense. He understands exactly why he is missing questions. Does this help? Yes, a little bit, but it likely won't lead to significant and fundamental improvement. Even though Wilbur 2.0 knows why he misses questions, every test presents a dozen different issues to study and the list never seems to end. And what he learns never seems to help on the next exam. By not providing himself with any sort of organizational framework, he limits his ability to grow his skill set to its fullest. Now, how to study like Wallace? Wallace is very interested in growing his understanding and he knows the strong growth always begins with a solid foundation. So he spends some time thinking about what is most important to success for each of these sections and he develops a learning schedule that allows him to grow his skills from this foundation. Of course, I want you to study like Wallace and to that end I have carefully designed the course to be one that helps you multiply your talents as you develop new skills. 
here is what that means more specifically for example let's consider one section that is logical reasoning logical reasoning questions present you with a short typically four to six sentences scenarios and then ask you to respond to that scenario in some way perhaps the author will make a point in that scenario and your job will be to select an answer that strengthens that point or weakens it we will begin by investing a great amount of time and energy into the one macro skill that is most important for success on the logical reasoning section that is your ability to critically evaluate arguments a strong majority of clad questions hinges on your ability to understand arguments and more specifically almost all such questions hinges on your ability to see the faults in arguments with that in mind we will start our training by working and becoming expert at finding faults in arguments we will begin by investing a great amount of time and energy into the one macro skill that's most important for success on the logical reasoning section your ability to critically evaluate arguments a strong majority of clad questions hinge on your ability to understand arguments and more specifically almost all questions hinge on your ability to see the faults in arguments with that in mind we'll start our training by working and becoming expert at finding faults in arguments we'll study every type of argument flaw that can appear on the exam and we'll break down and practice again and again the processes necessary for you to recognize and understand them clearly with the foundation built we will next move on to develop question specific strategies starting first with those questions that most directly ask you about the faulty reasoning that is identify the flaw questions and gradually panning out to other question types at each point we'll carefully point out and differentiate the characteristics and issues that are specifically relevant to many different types of questions versus those specific to the question type that we are studying finally we'll discuss and practice bringing together all the various skills that you have developed so that by the time you go into the test you can be confident that you can represent all of your abilities at their best therefore what we saw is that multiplication surely trumps over addition Many students think of their preparation in terms of individual steps. For example, they prepare for the logical reasoning section by trying to master just one question type at a time. Most CLAT coaching institutes conform to this learn by addition design approach. While learning by addition certainly can be effective and has been for thousands of students, learning by multiplication is always more effective and more efficient. For logical reasoning section, we'll start with one skill that is most important for your success. That is your ability to critically evaluate the reasoning in an argument. Similarly, for reading comprehension, we will begin by focusing on understanding and recognizing reasoning structures. As you will soon see, the vast majority of reading comprehension questions will either directly or indirectly test your understanding of reasoning structure. and reading for organization rather than details will put you in the best position to answer these questions once you have developed these strong core abilities will use them to sprout out a deep and varied skill set that will guarantee your success in the upcoming clat exam with this i end my third principle regarding clat preparation which was to utilize the power of compound learning so in the next episode of my podcast i will be dealing with the fourth and the fifth principle till then stay tuned keep listening thank you everyone for your support thank you so much